0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello my ass. Who this nigga up on that neck? Oh, Steven, we have nails for breakfast. What's the matter? Why you so honored? You miss me? Huh? Oh, oh, yes, sir. I, I miss you like a like a hog, Miss Slop, like a like a, a baby. Miss Mamma Titty. <laughs> I miss you like I misses a rock in my shoe. <laughs> now I ask you who this nigga. On that nag. It's hey, snowball. Don't know my name or the name of my horse, if you ask me. That's who the hell you calling Snowball, horse boy. I'll snatch your black ass off that neck down here in the whoa, mud. Stephen, Stephen, Steven, Steven, Steven. Let's keep it funny. Django here is a freeman. This nigga here? That nigga there. Let me at least introduce the two of you. Django, this is another cheeky black bugger like yourself, Steven. Steven, this here's Django. You two ought to hate each other. Calvin, hey, just who the hell is this nigga you feels the need to entertain? Django and his friend in gray here, Dr. Schultz, are customers. And they are our guests, Steven. And you, you old decrepit bastard oughta show them every hospitality. You understand that? Yes, sir. Him, I understand, but I don't know why I got to take lip well, off this now nigga. I I have to know why. Do you understand? Yes, sir, I, I understand. Oh, good. Spend spinning or not. Go up in the guest bedroom to get too ready. He gonna stay in the big house? Steve. he's a slaver. It's different. In the big house? Well, you got a problem with that? Oh, no, no, I ain't got no problem with it. If you ain't got no problem with running the bed, the sheets, the pillowcases, everything else when this black-ass motherfucker down. Now, that my problem. They are mine to burn. Now, your problem right now is making a good impression. And I don't want you to start solving that problem right now and get them goddamn rooms ready. Yes, sir, I miss you can. on now. Can't believe you brought a nigga to stay in the big house. Your daddy rolling over in this goddamn grave <laughs> right now. Yeah. Nigga just getting worse.
1: Episode 27. We in for a good one today. Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host Jalen Stevenson and welcome to episode 27. We in for a treat today. Um, Little do y'all know I've been going through a lot of trouble with this uh, recording process. Uh, I recorded a podcast. It's originally supposed to come out on Thursday. I recorded it but the file got corrupted so I have to basically re-record it and I'm glad that low-key happened. It was a blessing in disguise because I, I didn't touch on a, uh, a lot of things that I actually wanted to touch on. <laughs> you know, a broke clock is right twice a day. So, hey, this may be lucky. So, hey, look. Now, man, I want to, of course, open the pot, open the podcast by, you know, telling y'all what's been going on lately. As we got LeBron James career highlights on the TV right now. I changed the scenery. We downstairs, you know what I mean, in my living room. Downstairs talking instead of me being upstairs in my room. We had to. You know I mean, you switch up the scenery a little bit. I'm feeling. I'm feeling amazing. I feel good. I just had a great arm day workout. Um, I challenged myself today. Um, I'm just happy with myself today. I've been loving myself lately. I've been loving like you know looking at myself and just loving my thought process, loving the process overall. Um, taking the opportunity to self reflect. Taking the opportunity to to do what I want to do instead of doing what other people want me to do. You know, Um, I'm currently creating like programs, workout programs. I'm going to release within the fall and the winter, um, of this upcoming year, two thousand twenty-two. I'm gonna have a whole new uh, ladies package. I'm gonna have a whole new uh, men's package. They're going to be between four, six, and eight weeks um, of program length. It'll be a four week one, six week one, eight week one. Um, of course, I have custom ones. If you don't want to go by uh, that program schedule, I have a custom workout that I can see. Um, that's always available. Um, and yeah, man, I want to tell you all about this story that happened to me at work a few days ago, right? So, mind you, I work at the gym. I work at Planet Fitness. So, this guy, this white man, this old white man, right? He, we're going to call him Bob. So, I'm walking to the back to you know do the round check to you know make sure the gym is clean, make sure it's sanitized, make sure no towels are everywhere, make sure everything is refilled and the towels and everything and the sanitizer is like filled up and stuff like that, right? Floor check, that's what we call it. So I get on the floor, as I'm making my rounds, I get to the last uh stop of around the gym, and Bob comes up to me. He said, "Hey, you gonna spend all your money on tattoos?" Now mind you, I'm look. I'm minding my own business. My head. I'm looking at my. I'm looking at what I got going on. I'm at work. I'm looking at my task. I'm like all right, I got to do this. Boom. My I got one half. I got one airpod. Airpod, and I'm. Li- I'm lis- I'm listening. I'm listening to it, but I'm also listening to him. And he said, "You got a. Uh, you got a lot. Of, you paid a lot of money on tattoos, there, didn't you?" And I was like, "I mean, no. I had these for the last two years." He was like, you know, uh, you have a lot of tattoos, you know, if you go to jail, what would happen? I look, I'm look. i like, I'm at work, y'all, so I, I can't just snap on bro because I'm at work. I'm like, did he just say that to me? I had to think that in my head. My face said it all. Like, as soon as I, I changed my facial expression, I started to digest what he was saying. He immediately, like, tried to rebuttal and be like, you know, if you go to jail. And try to, to laugh. And I'm like, you lucky you old. And I, I, I respect my elders. I don't really respect. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. White people that's my age typically aren't racist. But white people that's above the age of like 30. I'm not saying all, but. Y'all are known for being like disrespectful, racist, narcissist. You know. All that shit. Anti-black. Y'all, y'all, y'all be doing shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, that energy is always, you know, putting me in my head. Like, y'all, they, y'all live through Rodney King beatings the police shit. It's like, y'all, that energy, when I talk to, like, older white people that's, like, in their 40s, 50s, 60s, I just feel that type of void. You know what I mean? I just feel that type of energy in my head. I feel that type of, that, uh... That aroma in the air between like the tone and just how I'm looking. Like my energy is so- changes as soon as I'm talking to one of them like an older white person. It's just they may not even be racist, but it's just like, how do I know that? I got to go in with the uh, guilty until proven innocent because that's what they do to us. Every time we get caught with a gun or every time we get stopped by the police, we guilty until proven innocent. When we defend ourselves, we guilty until proven innocent when it really should be innocent until proven guilty. So we're gonna flip it on them that's what I did that's how I act that's how I react to' them. i I don't even care if I don't know you i'm a simple I'm gonna simply picture you as one of these people that's trying to destroy me one of these people that's trying to destroy my people one of the, one of these people that's trying to 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 move my sister out off her seat on a school bus. teaching your kids racism teaching your kids to hate black people teaching your kids to hate people of color teaching them that they're superior teaching them that they just deserve all this they're entitled no you gotta work and that's that's the mindset i have towards older you know white people you know what i mean if you meet me you're a cool white person i'm cool like i'm I'm a cool guy i ain't gonna say i automatically hate you but until proven otherwise you're guilty until proven innocent so i go back to to where i was to to, to the back right so i'm thinking i'm like hmm this is not my first encounter with, with like racist remarks towards me. Like, like I told y'all previously, in my other podcast episodes. I used to work at this club called um, Town Point Club. It's in the World Trade Center. Now I'm not saying this to like to bash Town Point Club. I'm not saying. That. I'm just saying what happened while I was there, and yeah, while I was at work, while I was working there for. them. I'm not saying that they condone this, even though they do, but yeah. Uh, it was a lot of like racist things, racist sayings, or racist uh, comments towards me. It was a lot of uh, race, racist facial expressions, in my opinion, like um, gestures, um, tone of voice. It was just a lot of, it was different energy when I'm talking to them. Or when the little uh the the white the little white girl is talking to him, it's different energy. Of course, I expect that because my third eye is always open. But it it still amazes me that we in two thousand and twenty two, and people really still think like that. I mean, I this uh, this country was founded on racism. It was founded on lust. It was founded on uh killing and war and you know racism like i said um so it's always going to be here race is always going to be a problem no matter how you try to make it everybody try to get along man racist racism is always going to be a problem because that's what this country is, is has been founded off of and i'm gonna get more in detail with that later but with me it was more so like they were looking me different and and that type of stuff played in my, a real big factor into my mental into my mentality because I was scared not scared but I I I was fearful of taking my shirt off or taking my like collar shirt off and them seeing my tattoos like only selective people at that job knew that I had tattoos and a lot of them so you know what I mean and even and it was it was even crazier because my white manager he told me he I remember one day he was like "Man you got to cover up. The worst thing you could do" Is be a tall, strong black guy with tattoos in this club. He told me that he was a white man. He was a white manager. He was one of the coolest. You know what I mean? He was cool. My guy. But he told me that one day, and I was just like, wow. Y'all know it's racist motherfuckers in here. But y'all don't even give a fuck because they rich. Like, you know, I I worked at a place where it was the Board of Governors. It was millionaires, real estate investors, people that traveled the world. You know what I mean? People like, I've I've worked in there so I heard a lot of conversations. I've been in a lot of rooms with a lot of powerful people that run this country, that run this state. So it's kind of like it's crazy, bro. It's crazy because the higher-ups look at at us as less than. They look at us as a a piece of gum on the bottom of their shoe. You know what I mean? Like, we just middle-class poor people. Like, you know what I mean? You notice the only people that they really respect not even respect. You know, the the, the only people they really have an ear open to are 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 like people like Kanye, people like Diddy, people like Jay Z, you know, that have money, that have billions. They actually quote unquote listen to them because they have leverage. Diddy, Kanye, Jay Z, etc. They have leverage, so of course you're gonna listen to them. At that point, color don't even matter. It's it's about what your checkbook look like. It's about what your your account look like your racks look like you know what I mean and that's all they see when it comes to them but when they walking outside and they walking to their car they walking with their kids down the street and they see one of us middle class people they are they hate us they 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 think they're superior to us you know what I mean they think they they run us they can tell us what to do they can manipulate us they can destroy us destroy our character destroy our history destroy who we what we built. When we built this country, we made the flags, we made the houses, we did all of that stuff. But dude, we never going to get credit for it because history has and always will be rewritten. You know, I'm sorry if I want to burst people's bubbles, but I don't even believe there's really I ain't gonna say I don't believe, but historians they don't they don't hold weight to me at all. You know what I mean? Because they're part of the pro- they're part of the they're one of the main reasons why our textbooks are fucked up, which equals our kids and us like as adults being fucked up, and not knowing our history, not knowing our the proper facts that's supposed to be provided that plays a big factor. You know, they rewriting history. They changing shit. They going into caves and changing the art. They acting like, oh, this bone is, you know what I mean? They be digging up bones, changing history. That's what his, some historians, I I personally believe that that historians, not all, but some, most historians have changed history. You know what I mean? It's the reason why they won't tell us certain stuff. They want to keep us in this manipulated, controlled society where this is what, we're always gonna be used to this is what it will be, this is what it is, and this is what it always will be. And I personally don't under I understand like the 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 psychology behind it, but it's kinda it's sick. It's just it's sick, it's mentally sick, it's mentally fucked up, it's disgusting, it's trifling, it's ridiculous. That's where your red real red pill awareness gotta come in at when looking at society. Once you know the truth. And once you understand this universe, once you put on the glasses that the universe gives you and you look at the universe at a different lens, fuck your third eye. Use these two eyes that you got. Put on the universe glasses and look at the universe in a certain type of way. Look at society in this way because this is what it really is. This is how they look at you. They're not going to respect you unless you have money. They're not going to respect you unless you have money, power, integrity, something that they can benefit from. It's a reason why all of a sudden, oh, people respect LeBron James. You know what I mean? If he was, if he didn't, if he didn't, if he was just like a Kwame Brown. No offense to Kwame Brown, he was still in the NBA. But what, what if LeBron was Kwame Brown? What if Michael Jordan was was somebody that you know what I mean, that got injured after he broke his foot and it never it never amounted to Air Jordan? Would you really think they give a fuck? No. It's a reason why since the nineteen sixties, actually since yeah, since the nineteen sixties. In entertainment, it's always been the, in entertainment it's always been the black people. That's been the face. By entertainment, I mean sports, music, movies. It's always been black people. That's been the face of entertainment. Bas sports: Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell, Walt Chamberlain, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson—all black. Music. James Brown. Michael Jackson. <sighs> Whitney Houston. Like, come on. Nina Simone. Like, it's been faces of this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's kind of like. I don't want to call them pawns. Because that's not what it is. It's just the fact that we're trying to fight a fight that we wasn't designed to win. We're not designed. This, this whole thing. This whole sports shit, this whole music industry, the whole uh music uh excuse me movie industry. It's not meant for us to win. It's not like, yeah, we have black owned this, we have black owned that, but, is it to the power of a as of a Sony Studios? We have Tyler Perry Studios, but we already... We have our issues with Tyler Perry. Yes, he's giving black people jobs. Yes, he's doing an amazing thing. But it's the depiction that he's putting in his movies and it's the portrayal that he's portraying us to be. That we don't fuck with as black people. Well, I don't. I grew up... Grandma, loved Tyler Perry. My mom used to grow up loving Tyler Perry. All this plays. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But once you get older and you look at that shit with the universe's glasses... With the society glasses, with the red pill awareness glasses, this is some bullshit. This is some buffoonery. He's depicting us in a certain way where all black men are abusers, they be cheating, all this shit, colored girl. Like, you know what I mean? Every single, mostly every single movie that he betrayed, we on some bullshit as black men. He portrays us in just a, a fucked up way. it's his choice, it's his right, that's him he is a black face and he is doing what we asked to do, he has his own studios he has his own land, that's what it's all about but it's it's, it's part of the depiction it's part of the portrayal, it's part of the image that we're, that, that you're painting for us you know what I mean, the people that can't really make movies and rap sing and cross over and dunk, we can't really, you know what I mean for the people that don't do that shit how else are we supposed to have a voice for ourselves? You know what I mean? So circling all that, it's just the stereotypes, you know what I mean? With that that whole thing that the white man Bob told me at my job, it had me thinking, you know what I mean? It's just like We gotta We gotta do better, bro. Right? As I say we, I mean us colored people. You know what I mean? People of color. Gotta do better. We gotta... We gotta stop crying out for help. Like, like they're really gonna come save us. Like... You know what I mean? Like, we gotta stop this bullshit, dawg. Like, r- real rap. You know what I mean? And... It's just... it's, it's It sucks because... You know I mean... When you look at it from a different, when you look at it from another scenario, another example, this past weekend or this past week, uh, this last actually this happened I think two weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, of course, the overturn or the reverse of the Roe versus Wade. Um, it's, people have been asking me to talk about this. I didn't talk about it last week. My apologies. Um, I just wanted to let my thoughts. Uh, simmer. I just want to let my thoughts um, sink in. And, and I, I just didn't want to come up here and say some bullshit out of emotion and say some you know what I mean? Just come up here with, with hatred in my heart. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a peaceful guy. I don't even want to come up here just 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 sounding, you know what I mean? Just angry. I don't want to be an angry black man. You know what I mean? So but on some background, if you don't know, if you haven't heard, um, the U.S. Supreme Court officially reversed Roe v. Wade on Friday, declaring that the constitutional rights to abortion uh, no longer exist. Um, which basically means, in simpler terms, they are giving the power to the states now to to, to dictate if abortion can be legal or not. Before it was it was a national thing to where um it was national. You can get one. But now since it's out of the Supreme Court's hands, they basically uplifted it and gave rights to all the states to if they wanted to have these laws put in place to where there will, you know, be no abortions. You know, so most of these states I think I believe it was about 10 to 15 states that already had like the trigger laws set to where once the Supreme Court said this, they immediately was going to be like, OK, it's overturned. Period. There's no more. There. There's no more abortions. That's it. Cancel The uh, appointments canceled. Everything's canceled. So and I believe Texas was one of them. Um, Virginia, where I live at, is. It's not completed yet, but I've been hearing you know what I mean the news lady that it's gonna be like that, so it's just like, man, on oh, some more excuse me some more backdrop on it um, the decision by all means um the, the the abortion rights will be rolled back in nearly half of the states immediately with more restrictions likely to follow. For all practical purposes, abortion will not be available in large uh, portions of the country. The decision may well mean to that the court itself, as well as the abortion question, will become a focal point in the upcoming fall elections and uh, and in the fall for thereafter. Um, The votes upon this decision were 6-3. to Um... I'm going to get into more detail about that in a second Um, Yeah man, briefly my thoughts on this What did I tell y'all A few weeks ago When The Buffalo shooting happened What did I tell y'all, right I told y'all that shit was gonna keep happening, right? Told y'all that, right? Then a week after that, what happened? Houston, or excuse me, not Houston, Texas. School shooting in Texas. That happened a week after. Now this. You know, America doesn't, this shit country, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, amaze me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, this type of stuff, as sad as it really sounds, like, this does not, it doesn't even amaze me that they would do some shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, coming from a family, coming from a household to, to where I've been raised by all women all my life. All my life. I've been raised by by nothing but women. My mom, my aunts, my grandma, all women. You know, I spent most of my time with women. So it's, it's growing up, like I'm raised by women. So it's just like, it's just like, I feel like the, this, this country is... It's... Is, is putting itself in some shoes that... That isn't meant for them to fit. You know what I mean? They put... Like... Those people who wear a size 12 shoe. And they're trying to put themselves in a size 6. Like it don't work like that. And they're taking... They're putting their... Their personal opinions, which is bullshit, on women. And that's what I want to talk about right now. Women. Women are the main... The Women are the people that are suffering from this shit. Yes, dudes. Cool. Everybody is suffering, yes, from it. But distinctively, and most importantly, women are suffering from this. You know what I mean? Like... What happens when a woman gets raped and she gets pregnant by the rapist? And she can't get an abortion. Or she would have to travel to another state to get an abortion. Did they think about that then? I just feel like it's bullshit. Like I just feel like... Of course they're trying to control shit. I've been made that known. But it's just like... To make a decision just so abruptly and not... Have people vote on it Just have fuck ass Politicians vote on it It's just some bullshit And in reality Majority of those politicians Were Republican Most of the states That that uh Reverse the abortion laws So quick are red states Republicans Like I said the vote count was 63 Can you guess Who voted who I'm going to give you a second to think. It was six Republicans to three Democrats. Let's say it one more time. It was six Republicans to three Democrats. So who's the majority? Okay, then. It's just like, but they're forgetting about the woman that That got raped. They're forgetting about the woman that has been sexually abused, that's been sexually assaulted. You're forgetting about the woman that's young, like 15, 16. Like that stigma of, oh, she's fast, or oh, she's, you, 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 you did it, so you gotta keep it. It's just like, what? I mean, like, that's like, that's like, that's like them saying, that's like me, that's like them saying to us, I get a scratch, I get a scratch, a real big scratch, and I'm bleeding on my arm, right? I, I need a band-aid. But that's like them saying, well, you shouldn't have got scratched. What? Like, come on, bro, like, think about this shit. A woman... A woman having sex right with a man, and just just happening like that. I mean, you can't. T- and and she winds up getting you know pregnant, and she doesn't want to keep. She doesn't want to keep it because they may not have financial stability. They may not be where they are in their life. Their their relationship may not be what it is. You know what I mean? The relation. You may not be feeling comfortable with that person to have a child with that person. And you don't want it. And you don't want that right now. It's not for you right now. But they're trying to force people. They're, it's not even trying. They are forcing people to have babies out of wedlock. Basically. They're trying to force people to have. It's going to just result in a lot of bullshit. That they're going to realize that they made this bed. They made the bed that they bought to sleep in. And it's just like, it's going to take it to the point to where it's going to get, I believe that it's going to get, it's going to get back overturned, like, and then, like, you know what I mean? It's going to be years for that. You know what I mean? Three, four, five, six years before that takes into account. You know what I mean? So it's real, it's real, like, that shit is crazy, bro. Like, the fact that These motherfuckers banned abortions after 15 weeks of thinking about it. They called the decision a serious jolt to the legal system. They said that both the majority and dissent displayed a relentless freedom from from doubt on the legal issue that I cannot share. Like, these people, bro, are, they're not only thinking about, and it's mostly men. I don't even want, it's, it's I feel like it's 95, 97% men that's making these fucking decisions. Fellas, now, hey, we ain't talk. fuck that. These niggas here, bro, these people here, it disgusts me, bro. It really does. It pisses me off because... You're not thinking about everybody. You're not thinking about the woman. Like I said, you're not thinking about the woman that's thirteen, the woman that's ten, the woman that's eleven, the woman that's twelve, the little girl that's getting raped by somebody that's thirty in her family that's getting sexually abused, sexually assaulted every day, scared to speak up, and she winds up getting pregnant. Why you think Brenda's got a baby got made as a song? Like, come on, bro, we gotta we gotta we gotta stop acting like this shit don't exist. We got to stop act, we got to stop acting like we don't we don't see what they're doing. You know what I mean? We we know this bullshit. We know it's bullshit. You know what I mean? And Clarence Thomas, y'all you know, know the clip I played in the beginning of the, of the of the episode. Steven, played by Samuel Jackson in The Django. That's Clarence Thomas. Steven Yes, sir. Yes, sir, boss. Yes, massa. That's him. I mean, I ain't going to touch too much on the bozo. I ain't going t- to talk-, talk about him because we don't need that type of energy on this platform. what I mean? But we know what's up with him. Just like OJ. We know what's up, bro. You know what I mean? It's like women today, young women today... Are coming of age where they have fewer rights than their grandmothers and then and their mothers. Like it's it's crazy, man. It's it's like from the very moment of fertilization. Right now, a woman has no rights to speak of within that matter. I mean, a state can force her to bring her pregnancy to term, even at the steepest personal and and family costs. You know what I mean? Like they don't they they basically saying we don't give a fuck about your living situation. We don't give a fuck about your financial situation. Since you want to have sex, you got to have this baby. No matter if you you know what I mean, living in a in a one bedroom and and you you grinding right now, you in the middle of school, you you about to graduate high school, you about to graduate college, you you know, you about to get this big promotion, you about to get this big job you're not ready, you're not really in a relationship, committed relationship, he's not the guy for you. Oh, you got to have it. And it's like, bro. At this point, uh people please, please be safe. Please watch who you doing shit with. Please practice safe sex. Fellas, please practice safe sex. I ain't just saying, fellas, including me. I hold myself to that too. Um, especially like if y'all doing it with more than two people, like or one person, rather, please practice safe sex. Like don't don't be going out here. On some bullshit, please. We about to go back to school in the next month, like less than 30 days, people. Less than 30 days, we going back to school. We going back to the university. It's school time again. Homecoming. Birthdays. Christmas break. Thanksgiving. It's coming. Fourth of July in the next couple days. Like we gotta buckle down, people. We got to be smart with this shit. You can't just be out here. Ah, right, you about to go to the store, get a plan beat. Nah, you can't do that no more. Fellas, I ain't talking about the women right now. Fellas, con- control your shit, bro. Control your junk. Be a man. Pay attention. You're in control here. Especially when you, when you having sex with a woman. You you dictate that shit, bro. It ain't oh, I, I ain't no. Nah, nigga. She can't get pregnant without you, without without your semen. So you need to man up and make smarter decisions, okay? Own up to the respon—own up to your responsibilities. Because at the end of the day, it's up to the woman. It's not up to us. It should not be a fucking law overturned. Basically, stating that they're forcing women to do this shit. At the end of the day. It's a woman that decides if she want to keep it or not. It's her. She has to go through that. She has to go through that postpartum depression. She has to go through that miscarriage depression. She has to go through, you know what I mean, being pregnant and, and, and her body changing. She getting stretch marks. Even when after she has the baby, she has to, she looks different. She feels different. Her body's different. You know what I mean? They gain weight. Their feet swelling up. Hands swelling up. Stomach carrying around a full person. And they, you know what I mean? Like what do we what does this world come to you know what i mean like come on man like it just it it it's, it makes me real you know what i mean cuz i love i love women and i really respect them and it's like if i put myself in y'all i can i can't even imagine what that feels like you know what i mean i know most of y'all not in that like you know y'all don't have to worry about getting an abortion at this moment but having to feel having to the, the fear and having that on your back, having that in your conscious, like, all right, damn, what if I do have sex and this happens? It's more so like, sex is already a 50-50 chance. So it's like, you batting, you're not batting 100. So it's like, it's already a 50-50 chance. And now at this point, you just playing Russian roulette. Know what I mean? And I just wanted to say, man, please practice safe sex and and please, um, don't do things out of emotion, think about it, don't let it weigh on you and and stay safe man stay safe um also another thing that's happened this past week um was a woman it was a viral video that happened um I wanna play you all the video real quick um here I go right here
0: look y'all. Every day my baby daddy come here with one meal for my child, but I have three other kids. We have one kid together, but he only want to come and bring one thing to McDonald's. But what about my other kids? How come you can't feed my other kids McDonald's though? Like that bogus as hell. Like you're not going to sit here and make my other kids feel left out and you're only bringing one child something to eat. Look, there you go. And I bet you we only got one thing in there. I bet you he don't even. I'm finna expose out of him so people can see how he really is. What do you mean? Okay, what about my I don't look enough for all my kids? That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger, one burger, He's one, one fry. What he like? What do you mean? Okay, what about my other kids? What about your other kids? No. They ain't my... what? Okay, but don't your kids siblings though. Them, my kids, them, your kids' siblings, though. So what you So mean? he finna, my other kids finna be left out. You didn't feed them. You know I am gonna give my food stamps to the seven. Listen, huh? Because that's my problem.
1: Then if you're trying to help out, though,
0: you're I, not I'm helping not, out. I'm not trying to help, i to help my son. My How son. are you helping yourself when you're only getting care for food for just him out the other kids?
1: Alright, so y'all heard a little bit of it. So basically, this woman has four kids. And she's angry at the at one of her baby's fathers for only bringing his kid something to eat instead of bringing all the kids something to eat. Now, I want to preface my comments by saying, um, I completely understand both sides. I completely understand both sides, both scenarios, both viewing points. I understand her viewing point, and I understand his viewing point but here's when it here's here's the reality of the situation. To sit here and dictate and and put all the pressure on this man, that obviously pulling up in the type of, of the car he drive driving, no offense to him, pulling up in, you know what I mean, with McDonald's in his hand, so you already kind of know what type of financial stability he has. So you're putting all that pressure on him, not to mention that you're financially fucked up because you're on food stamps not to say that you just fucked up on food so i know people that's on food stamps that's just abusing the system i applaud that but you can't my man you can't like you can't force that on another man like that's not his responsibility to take care of the rest of your kids because you decided to have Kids with three other fuck fuck boys, you know what I mean? Like, how you gonna, you know what I mean? Where that, where they fathers at? You know what I mean? Like, why you not making them go viral? You making the dude that's actually trying to help his, trying to trying to be with his son, trying to you know provide for his son. You know what I mean? But you're not making the other three people go viral. I don't the other kids' fathers go viral. I don't I don't understand that. You know what I mean? I can understand. I can respect kind of a little bit... A little bit of her perspective on what she's trying to say. But... No. You know what I mean? Like... Growing up... Me and my sister, we got different fathers. Will I ever... Was there ever a time where... Uh... My sister's dad bought food for her, not me? I mean... Yeah. But... It's not even that it's like by that time she was a newborn like he after that gone and i mean me and my sister grew up the same way we our father my i know my pops still talk to my pops every day but her she don't she don't talk to her father like you know what i mean so it's like she's getting a whole different type of experience from a woman's perspective rather than i got it from a man's perspective my sister got my mom that's who. That's her everything. That's who she. You know what I mean. That's that's my everything too. Like my mom, a real stepper. She a real soldier. So it's like, I understand where the woman's coming from. Like you know, what I mean, I'm on food stamps. I ain't got no help. You know what I mean? I want. I at least want you to help me. Please help me. Type shit. Basically crying out for help. But the way she's going about it was some bullshit. Was some fuck shit. And it's it's honestly embarrassing because she's exposing herself rather than exposing him. Because how do you want another man to provide for all your kids when that's not his kids? He's providing for his son. Now, I do understand the fact that you only bring your son this little bit of food and you want him to eat in front of all these other kids that are hungry. That's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? You got to think about it. Like, bro, you bring home. You bring McDonald's. So the worst money you're going to spend is what, $20? You can get all these kids a dollar cheeseburger, a dollar small fry, and they good. It's only four of them. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I don't fuck with that shit because it's McDonald's. You it ain't like she's telling you, oh, you know what I mean? Buy them all the PS Five. Nah, she's just saying, can you bring them all? You know what I mean? Why you ain't free my? Why you ain't bring no other food for them? we I trying to get because it's McDonald's. I ain't. I wouldn't be tripping. I'd be like, all right, cool. I help you out. Boom. It's twenty dollars, twenty five, thirty dollars. Like, come on, bro. I know we go through hard times, but, like, get the fuck out of here, man. If you can't just spend $20 or $30 to help out your baby moms, that's kind of crazy. No matter if y'all on good or bad terms, because at the end of the day, you, you giving... It, it's about the kids. It ain't about you and your baby mama. Y'all relationship been over. She got three other kids by three other niggas. So at the end of the day, y'all two... Situation is over. It's between you and your son and the rest of the kids. It's about the kids. You know what I mean? What'd it look like your son eating in front of um, all these uh, all, off, in front of the other three kids? That's bullshit, ain't it? Like, what, how would you fit if you sitting there and your three siblings over there and you the only one eating? They stomach growling. You can hear it. Like, come on now. So it's like you gotta put yourself in the kids' shoes. It's about the children, bro. I mean, I understand It's the principle. But at the end of the day, sometimes more, more uh, your morals and the boundaries and just respect and your, and just you as a man got to be bigger than your principles. got to be bigger than your boundaries. sometimes you got to be bigger what like come on now you gotta, you got to understand what you the image that you're trying to that you trying to show and trying to uh, portray for your kids. you know what I mean um, but yeah that's my, that's my opinion on that situation. You know what I'm saying. Um, this past week, we also had the Giveon and Chris Brown album um, come out. Both of them were amazing. I think Chris Brown delivered one of his best albums he's he's released. I mean, think about it. He released Heartbreak on a Full Moon. He released Indigo. Um, he released, of course, Exclusive Fame. Chris Brown, Self Entitled, 05. Um, a lot of uh great albums in between that as well and this one i placed this in my top five breezy albums ever you know this was a great album um some of my favorite tracks from the album let me go to it real quick y'all one second all right boom some of my favorite tracks from the album Were Pitch Black, Possessive, Sleep at Night, Warm Embrace, Forbidden, Survive the Night, Harder, Dream, um, Addicted, Till the Worlds Fall Off. Now those are my favorite tracks from the album. It was an amazing album. Uh, my, My top five, I would say, is Pitch Black. Uh, warm embrace. That's a classic breezy track to me. Warm embrace. That's my that's my shit right there, boy. Uh, survive the night, sleep at night, and I'm gonna go addicted. I like the little baby verse. I love the little baby verse. Um, possessive would be right outside that. That'd be number six. That was a classic. Uh, galaxy opal, Lil Wayne verse right there. Know what I mean. That was a Galaxy Opal Wayne versus Wayne. Wayne been going crazy for the last two years. Um, touching, all right, switching gears on my man, Givion. Now, y'all know how I, I rock with my man, Gibeon. That's my guy. You know what I mean? Um, he put out a great album, amazing album. I believe right now this is, this is in my top five albums of the year it's for me personally. Um, it's going to be my, one of my most played albums of the year once the year is over. Um I love this album so far. I can't stop playing it on repeat. Um my favorite tracks from it are Um This Will Do, which is my favorite song on here. This will do. Um Lost Me Um Let Me Go <sighs> Um Lie Again, Make You Mine, July sixteenth. That's that's my favorite ones, but I love every single song, all fifteen of these songs. It's no skips on this album, no skips. If you skip it, I want to know. Comment that comment what y'all skipping or tell me what y'all skipping, and I we gonna have to listen to it again because what is ain't no skips on this shit, and it's really no skips on the on the breezy album either. I just I just like Gideon's R&B more He's a strictly R&B guy So I'm not gonna get no raps I'm not gonna get no real 808s I'm gonna get more I'm gonna get singing I'm gonna get beautiful songwriting I'm gonna get the toxic stuff I'm gonna get the relationship stuff I'm gonna get the heartbreak stuff I'm gonna get all that stuff with Gideon With Breezy, you gonna get a mixture of all that You gonna get the rapping You gonna get the R&B You gonna get the heartbreak You gonna get the club songs The reggae songs the All that type of song. So it's like, all right I mean, you get the best of both worlds. I mean, and, and yeah, man, those are my favorite tracks. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the WAWG Lifestyle Podcast, episode twenty seven. Um, I appreciate all the support. I I appreciate all the love. I appreciate you all being patient with me with this, you know, delayed, delayed episode. Um, I feel like this is this will be one of my my best episodes to date. Um, and I can't wait to, to, to give you all more, man. And I can't wait to share my opinions and share my perspective and, and in a more creative way, not to say that I'm not creative, but in a more creative way to where I'm doing what I want to do, I have the access and the materials to do what I really, really want to do and show y'all, you know what I mean? My vision and in due time, I'm not going to rush it in due time to will happened. You know what I mean? Um, I appreciate you all. I'm s- I'm going to see you all next week. Love you all. God bless.
2: It's nice to have pride about your shit. I went home to the motherland, and everybody should go home to Africa. Everybody, especially black people. Really, man, there is so much to see there for the eye and the heart. Of the black people. Because white people, you go there and you get ideas, well, that's the way the black people in America should be walking around with sticks. <laughs> you get the wrong idea. <laughs> but man, you go, I went to the mother and my roots, right? Seven hundred million black people. Not one of them motherfuckers knew me. <laughs> I looked in every phone book in Africa. I didn't find one goddamn prize. <laughs> I saw one familiar name, J. Bo Walker. <laughs> I called that up, this is in Arizona. <laughs> one thing I got out of it was magic I'd like to share with you. You know, it's like I was leaving and I was sitting in the hotel and a voice said to me, he said, look around, what do you see? And I said, I see all colors of people doing everything, you know? And the voice said, do you see any niggas? And no. I said, you know why? Because there aren't any. And it hit me like a shot, man. I started crying and shit. I was sitting there. I said, yeah, I've been here three weeks. I haven't even said it. I haven't even thought it. And it made me say, oh, my God, I've been wrong. I've been wrong. I got to regroup my shit. I mean, I said, I ain't going to never call another black man a nigger. You know, because we never was no niggas. That's a word that's used to describe our own wretchedness. And we perpetuate it now because it's dead. That word is dead. We men and women, we come from, we come from the first people on the earth. (laughs) You know, the first people on the earth were black people. Because anthropologists, white anthropologists. So the white people go, that could be true, you know. Yeah, Dr. Leakey and them found people remains five million years ago in Africa. You know them motherfuckers didn't speak French. So black people, we the first people had thought, right? We was the first one to say, where the fuck am I? And how do you get to Detroit?